Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Life with Chris and Tatum. Tatum. Hey, y'all. Thanks for joining us today. It's a new year. We are pumped about just what God is doing and um, all that we have to share with you specifically today. Um, So just want to give a quick shout out. Thanks for sharing this with your friends and your family. Um, It's so fun for us to see and and to talk with people who are actually on the other side of this, and you're listening to us. So thanks for letting us know. And for those of you that invite your friends to listen, it means a lot to us, and it's a great honor that we um, have this privilege to speak into your lives every week. So um, so let me give fun. you a tip that will change your life. Tell us. Listen to the podcast at one and a half times speed. <laughs> I don't know about change your life, but we'll cut our time down, and you can go quicker. And still accomplish the same. And Chris will talk kind of funny and fast and maybe... I'll sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks. There you go. <laughs> well, hey, today is a really, really important topic. I feel like every week is is important. And these are not just random. These are intentional because uh, we really want to help you as a listener grow in your um, in your leadership, in your uh, in your peace in your life to be better than you've ever been before. And the fact that you're listening to this today really sets you apart because very few people actually grow in uh, listening to podcasts like this and are intentional about deepening their knowledge when it comes to, again, leadership, God's word, uh, things when it refers to family and marriage and life and scheduling. And so you are an exceptional individual. I mean, you you actually set yourself apart by the fact that you are applying yourself to learn. Now, today, I want to teach and I want to talk about, and Tatum, I think we're going to have fun uh, discussing this mm-hmm. because- um, This is ringing my bell. Okay. It's about me. Okay. Why don't you tell them what we're doing? All right. It's an about. intervention, Tatum. It's just, <laughs> it's just for you. <laughs> intervention. All right. Tell, tell the topic. 11 ways to recover from being too busy. Okay. Like, how important is this? And then it said Tatum Lindbergh. No, I'm just kidding. No, it doesn't say that. So let me ask you a question. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Yeah, I think I think we all are. I think everybody that's listening, Maybe by not. and large, is for those of you that are sitting on the couch a, just a relaxing while you listen. You're you're doing well. <laughs> so let me let me just begin by just asking this question: Are are you rushing through life with a packed schedule that pushes you way beyond your limits? Okay. I'm raising my hand. Okay, Tatum, do you find yourself stressed and exhausted from trying to fit too much into too little time? Sometimes I do, yep. I'm being honest. <laughs> Chris is like, why are you going to help me teach this today? I need recovery and to be delivered from this. But it's coming. 2022 for me really is like a shift. I feel the gears are shifting because the end of 2021 <clears> – <throat> We're getting little, closer to the building being done. It was a little it's just, insane. There's just a lot going on. Yeah. So as much as I am saying I'm guilty, I do see the change shifting right now. Actually, this month for me, this month, 
is uh, things are I'm able to pull back. So I'm going to speak <laughs> from experience, but also I've been on the other side. Yeah. And I really want to help every one of us because this is so important that we have a right pace because if you look at your, at your busy lifestyle, uh, you're going to probably discover that your fast-paced, overly-packed calendar may be covering up something that you've been lacking spiritually. And I think it's important for us to realize and to know that God has always intended for you to live a peaceful life with plenty of time to rest. Mm. And we as Americans don't don't experience that as much as when you go overseas. Yeah, we need siestas. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I vote siestas into the American culture so we can take a nap after lunch. Paid him for president. Yes. No, I don't want to be the president, but listen, you you can start enjoying that kind of life where it's peaceful with with some time to yeah, rest. We do need peace. All Once you begin aside. to heal from the factors that are driving your busyness. And hmm. so let me give you eleven ways, and we're gonna need to go quick on this. We got a lot to cover today. We have to be fast. How do we <laughs> <laughs> and don't slow down? Talk fast. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I'm calling for a siesta, and Chris is reminding me, Tatum, stay on track here. We got to go quick. We got eleven things to get through. Go, go. go. Okay, so here, we will. here's how to recover from being too busy. <laughs> number the number addict, one. just teaching the addict. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, I'll stop. Number one, acknowledge the unhealthy rhythms in your life and count the cost. So first part of like me recovering from being too busy is my willingness to say, I have been too busy. I'm acknowledging it. But God has really designed our lives to live in like a rhythm. And sometimes the rhythms that we've chosen based on circumstances that we can, or sometimes we can't control, but sometimes a lot of times we have the circumstances have created those rhythms, yeah. and then we've just <clears> continued <throat> them. They might not really be serving us well. Ha- hallelujah, okay, so an example of that is here. An example of that is Tatum. No, but an example is maybe you've, you, you have the tendency to sign up for more that you can reasonably fit, in, uh, reasonably fit into your schedule because you feel this drive. Yeah, to always be needed, or, or maybe Not for me. you, um, you neglect spending time with with God in prayer each day because of your biz- busyness. Yeah, I'm not doing that either. Just feel like I need to confess to y'all if I've been too busy. I'm still spending time with God. But listen, whatever the unhealthy ryth- rhythms are, just understand the the toll that it is taking yeah. on your life. Yeah, in specific ways. So, scores of people right now in America are living in anxiety and a lack of purpose. And I think you can focus that back into an, uh, a, a hurried lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We're just too busy. Or maybe you've become disconnected with your uh, important family uh, relationships mm-hmm. because of how busy that, that you are. And that happens all the time. Or maybe you're shortchanging your children, uh, the attention that they deserve from you because you are so busy. Acknowledge it, Okay. Just acknowledge it. Maybe you've started cutting corners in your business practices. Because I think it's I think it's time that we acknowledge before God uh, the ways that our busyness has caused us to become unhealthy. And we need to go to him, number one, and ask him for help. Yep, I agree with that. Okay, here's the second one. I'm asking the Lord for help with my business. <laughs> <laughs> and he, let me... Can I just testify for one second? Mm, like for real? Do, 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 do. Okay, go ahead. And we've been able, so we've he's allowed us this past year to 
to hire how many new staff members, Chris? Twelve. Holy moly. Twelve. So, but with because with the growth, we've needed those people to support the ministries. And so because of that, that's allowing me to have some freedom to let go of some things and just focus on less things. Still equally important, but not do as much. So as we do ask the Lord and like identify ways that we can eliminate the rush or the crammed calendar. I think there's a there's a there's a thing. There's something God wants to do and can show you to help remove that. Maybe you just need to hire a mm-hmm. chef or a mm-hmm. nanny mm-hmm. or for me, I need to hire mm-hmm. a cleaning crew. Well, first of at all, my house. we need to win the lottery and then we can hire the chef. <laughs> okay. Okay, here's the second goal, and that's the set goals or second second truth, set goals to bring rest to your body, mind, and spirit. So I'm going to ask huge. you to set some goals. Yeah. So think about specific ways that you'd like to enjoy life physically, mentally, mm-hmm. spiritually, after you've recovered from being too busy. Mm-hmm. And you need those goals because they give you something to to uh, to shoot towards. It gives you something to be optimistic it, about. Yeah. It, it, it gives purpose and to why. And if you why. can be specific about what it is that, like, what would give you rest physically, menti- mentally, or spiritually, and, like, name it. Then you know if you're actually gonna like achieving it. So one of the things that might seem like a silly thing, but for me, I feel super um, like relaxed mentally and even physically if I get outside. I was just telling you this the other day, babe. Mm-hmm. Um, when when we like can go for a walk and just like breathing fresh air and me looking at trees and seeing a big sky and just something about that. If I'd have had a very hectic week or day or whatever allows me there's like a shift that happens physically i just feel like ah uh, like i rested and it might just be a 10 minute walk and i haven't rested literally but it gives you that feeling endorphins or something so so set some goals put some things mm-hmm. in your life uh, that are going to bring rest to your body mind and spirit so maybe you want to start gardening maybe maybe you want to start reading the bible through through in a year maybe you want to go back to school and you know learn something that has always been intriguing to you. Maybe you're, maybe you're a history person and you just love, that just resets you, you know? Maybe you want to start painting. Maybe you want to start riding a mountain bike. Maybe, maybe you want to get involved in church. What would your life look like if, if you were feeling peaceful within yourself and engaged with God and other people? Yeah. So for uh, me, oh no, go ahead, hon. No, <clears throat> Please. I was going to say for me, like I said, walking outside, but another thing that Chris and I both really enjoy is we did start mountain biking a couple of years ago and that just being in nature and also kind of the adventure and the push of our bodies and the rush of that. We don't feel rested when we're done. But it, <laughs> like, oh. like mentally it changes. For me, I can't think about like work, 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 work and tasks that need to be done and my mind can't really go there because I'm so focused on not falling off this side of the mm-hmm. cliff or crashing. <laughs> that you get a break from like in your mind. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just a distraction, but it's a good win. <laughs> All right, here's number three. Tune out to distractions <laughs> and tune into should, God's presence uh, within I you. I not be, I'm going to stop talking. Go ahead, honey. No, you got to tune you them out. This Listen, you got to practice eliminating things that distract you from using your time uh, well so that you can f- better focus on God's constant presence within you. See, the way that I've said it for for really years is this: the devil doesn't have to defeat you; he just has to distract you. 
And I think that God has been trying to speak to us. The problem is, is that we've had so many distracted distractions. So, hey, everybody, why not turn off your TV, the iPad, Amen. your smartphone, yeah. and every other device that typically distracts you from sensing God speaking to you? Mm-hmm. So when we tune out those distractions and we tune into God's presence within us, yeah. boy, that's, that resets you yeah. on the inside, and that helps you to recover from being too busy. Listen, Amen. to hear God's voice, you have to turn down the world's volume. That's so true. To hear God's voice, you have to turn down the world's yep. volume. Listen, the Holy Spirit wants to use you, but you're going to have to learn to listen and to hear His voice. And God's voice is always clearest in a prepared environment. Mm. So or God, in a quiet like environment. Yeah. I think that's part of why this sounds kind of cheesy, but I've told Chris this multiple times when we when we do go mount, mountain biking. Like I, I actually pray a lot or I worship a lot and. I know for Chris, he's like the opposite. He's ready to like kill someone and not literally, but just like, yeah, real like pumped up and fighting and racing and trying to beat his own self and his yeah best time. And I pray like I'm really thinking about, I'm really, for me, I feel like God has encouraged me in so many areas, specifically when I'm like mountain biking because my heart is set on that. So Quieting the world and just getting away from technology and being outdoors, man, it helps me. So, you know, wherever that is for you, God comes to prepared environments. And and you need to know that God is trying to speak to you. So let me say it like this. You can't grow bananas in Alaska. Hmm. Aren't you glad that there was a C student from Wisconsin yeah. <laughs> to give you that deep spiritual truth today? Like you can't. Because they, they will only grow yeah. in uh, the right environment. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And so if you want to be healthy, if you want to listen to God's voice, you want to hear God's voice, you got to you got to prepare the environment. So tune out the distractions, and it's going to put your heart in the right, and, and put your heart in the right environment and watch how clearly God's voice mm-hmm. becomes to you. Mm-hmm. Quiet the noise so you can hear him. Quell it. Here's the fourth. Dare to be yourself. Hmm. Be you. Be you. So uh, I want to ask you a question. I want you to think about it. Have you been bragging to others about how busy you are in order to make yourself seem more important to them? Not me. A lot of of times we do that um, unintentionally. We wear busyness as a badge of honor. I'm actually trying to remove that word busy from from my life. Hey, how you doing? I'm busy. Have you noticed that? People say it all the time. Yeah, it is like an answer to the question, how are you doing? And it really has nothing to do with you as a person. It has to do with your schedule. Mm-hmm. But I do think as Americans, people get attached to their that feeling like it means I'm important if I have a lot to do, which is really quite the opposite. <laughs> or it's just not really the truth. Just because we're busy doesn't mean that we're valuable. We're valuable because we belong to the Lord. Yeah, dare to be <laughs> yourself. His. Just be you. Be you. Listen, have you been spending too much time working in an attempt to earn money to buy what you see others have? And we do that all the time as Americans. So we're spending money that we don't have to buy things that we don't even need to impress people that we don't even like. Hmm. That's insanity right there. And if you're doing that, stop. Stop competing. Stop comparing your life to other people's lives. Instead, embrace your unique callings from God and ask him to help you to be content with with who you are and and what you have. Yeah. And I would add to that, and whose you are. Like, you can be content 
in who Christ made you to be because you're perfectly like you. <laughs> he made you like that, and you're his. Be okay with that. So dare to be yourself. Number five. Enjoy some bedhead days. Hallelujah. We just that. did this. Yeah, Chris and I took a couple of extra days off between the Christmas and New Year, and it was the most relaxing, restful, needed time to just chill in our pajamas. Listen, receive God's gift of resting fully on mm-hmm. certain days when you're not scheduled to work. Just relax. Be with your family. Again, we did this for Christmas break. Mm-hmm. People asked us, hey, what'd you do for Christmas? What'd you do for New Year's? We rested. We didn't do nothing. It was so nice. Makes me smile just thinking about it. <laughs> rest. We all needed and don't feel bad about no, that. No, like we, like we really did nothing. We, we laid rest. around the house and did nothing. Mm-hmm. I know. You it was cooked. Beautiful. We watched some documentaries. Mm-hmm. We we relaxed. We laughed with the kids. We did Played nothing. Video games. We walked. We walked. Yeah, it's the best, and that's okay. That we should have a day. See, bedhead days. Everybody, hashtag bedhead days. <laughs> uh, these are days to take a break from all the stressful obligations, like um, errands and chores, and just pursue restful and fun activities together. So sleep in, uh, in enjoy a leisurely meal, uh, play games, take a long hike outdoors. Listen, the more rested you are, the more you're going to be able to focus on pleasing. Uh, the more rested you are, the more you'll, you'll be able to focus on pleasing God alone rather than giving him time, giving into the time to pressure uh, that, that people put on you, all the mm-hmm. pressures that people put on you. So just just enjoy bedhead days. Number six. Oh, I love this one. Game changer. Discover the, sha- the Sabbath. <laughs> the Shabbat. I wanted to say shalom. <laughs> the Shabbat. Discover the Sabbath. Um, no, we have to make this choice. Listen, if you're not doing about, this right now, yeah, you, you are crazy. You're actually violating God's word. You want to say what you're talking about? And that's the Sabbath. There you go. God commanded that every week we we are to observe the Sabbath. We're to rest and then focus like on Him. On worshiping Him. But the thing is, you're going to have to rest. You got to stop. We always say it like this, that on the Sabbath, you have to work not to work. Yeah. it's. And when you do that, it's amazing how your body recharges, your, yeah. your mind uh, kind of recenters again. Uh, God's peace begins to pour over your mm-hmm. life. Sabbath is really our way of saying to the Lord, if I if I were to take this entire day and work, 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 do in my own effort and all the energy that I have and the time and the brain you gave me to try to accomplish, I can get more done than if I do what you tell me to do, Lord. Because it's like a it's like a in my strength I can accomplish more, Lord. I don't believe that what your word says. So by literally saying no to work and not checking emails and not working and not, you know, like planning for the next week, by taking the break and obeying the Lord and just resting, we're it's another way of us saying, I trust you, Lord. Like you're gonna accomplish more in my life, in my work, in my family, in my in all the responsibilities I have. I trust you that if I rest on this day, I give it to you, you're gonna help me be a better. Fill in the blank. And so many people do not understand. It's the same thing with the tithe. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense. How 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 is my life going to be better off yeah. and blessed? If I and give away if 10%. If I give 
Won't I be in the negative? Won't I have less than I did before I gave it? No. And God comes along and says, okay, you've proven to me by faith and your actions that you trust me yeah. with the 90%, and I'm going to bless it to the point it. that you'll have no idea where where all this came yeah. from and how I bless your life, your health, your marriage, yeah. your family, and your everything. And your Sabbath is your like, tithe Same of thing. the time of because the week. Because you're saying, yeah. if I did this in my own strength, look at how much farther advanced I could get. And God's saying, mm, no, show me that you trust me. Yeah. Rest, Take stop, a day of rest. Mm-hmm. And then watch how I bless the other six days in ways you never even dreamed yeah. possible. It's a powerful... It's a powerful and truthful principle. And from even God's even word. in the middle of it's us true. in the insanity of schedule, yeah, that we, we have, mm-hmm. we will always honor that Chris God. And with I the, have had, yeah, we we still are taking a Sabbath. We just stop. We just stop. And I just think we just need to thank God for the gift of rest. So if you want to heal on the inside from the busyness, discover the Sabbath. And, and start putting into practice. Here's the seventh one. That's this. Teach your kids how to rest, okay? So stop overscheduling your kids' lives. Yeah. Every moment and every day doesn't have to be filled. It's actually quite healthy for them to have nothing to do because then they have to be creative and fun and playful children. So when, when hey, listen, can, let me just speak to you because we've got kids, they've, they've both graduated high school, one's in college, one's living on on her own. But so we got a little bit of experience in this. And so let me just tell you, keep your children's lives simple. Choose uh, whatever activities that you choose for them, make sure that it's sparingly, that it's not like- And prayerfully, you know, like- what, how, Don't sign them up for every single sports team and every music class and every other activity under the sun that happens to be interesting to you or to them. No, listen, give them room to breathe so that they can learn the life lesson that there's more important things than... Than being busy. Than being busy. <laughs> yeah. And teach them what it is to enjoy being around family and be creative. And it teaches them the principle of rest. Yeah. And maybe just maybe we are so busy in our culture today because we have grown up in societies that it has been ingrained into us as little kids... I've got to go, 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 go. We graduate, and then we think, well, that's how I need to continue. And the whole culture is moving in that way. It's raising families that then repeat. I don't know. I've never I've never thought about that before, but that could be could be something happening. Okay. Number eight. Aren't isn't this good today? I think it's a good encouragement. Slow down, everybody. Slow down, slow down. Yep. So uh, number eight, if you're going to recover from being too busy. Follow the example that Jesus um, set of living at the right pace. Jesus did this so perfectly. Of course he did. Um, but he modeled the kind of life that all of us should aspire to live. And that is like a, a, a pace of life that was rhythmic, meaning that he engaged with people um, and then he withdrew to pray in solitude in regular intervals. It wasn't that he didn't have time for friends. He hung out with friends. He went he made time to go have dinner with In other words, he I think that he met. had habits. So we, we, you got to create some habits in your life that create um margin. Is that a good margin? way to say it? Yeah, or that slow your life down. And yeah. when you have when you have that those regimented things in mm-hmm. your life, it really helps you to yeah. zone in on and uh not be sporadic where 
it, maybe it, boundaries is an, yeah, is another good way to say it too, though, because I feel like when you have some things in place where you know each week this day is my Sabbath, and on that day I'm not going to fill it with a million things to do, I'm going to be restful. That almost develops a, an easy way for you to say no to the things that would potentially fill your Sabbath. It's a boundary. Okay. No, rhythmic. yeah, rhythmic. Or I would just say, you know, create some habits mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, another area that Jesus excelled in was being very relational. Yeah. So he spent all kinds of time uh, focused on primary relationships. Yeah. And I'm just going to tell you that if you can hang out with your family, if you hang out with, uh, with good friends, it's going to help reset you on the inside. Yeah, it will. Especially as you're able to be with other believers, because that and that resets you in a way that spiritually keeps you focused. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then he was just resolute. So uh, uh, Jesus was intentional about making sure that he built in personal quiet times with the Lord. Do you remember that there was one time that the Lord took an entire month off? I don't to remember. pray. So he was in the middle of his ministry and then stopped ministry for a month just to pray to seek God, to rest. And if Jesus had to, had to take some time away, how much more do we? Mm-hmm. And Jesus was resolute on that. So many times he would tell his disciples, all right, guys, we're going we're gonna to get in the boat and we're going to go to the other side. Why would they do that? Because it was, if you've ever been to the Sea of Galilee, there's all these little villages mm-hmm. all the way around. Mm-hmm. They would have never had peace. They would have never had quietness. That's true. Their schedule would have been nonstop, a draw on them. And you've got to find times to get in a boat and just venture out in the middle of the Sea of Galilee and, and find some peace. <laughs> <laughs> so hurry up and do it. <laughs> Take a vacation. Take a walk. Go on a mountain bike and ride. Okay, here's number nine. Praise God rather than seeking praise for yourself. Okay, so what? What? So think about this. What are your motivations for the work that you do on a regular basis? Mm. So are, are you really trying to spend your time to, uh, and, and work hard in all this to bring glory to God and express your love for him? Or maybe inside you would agree that maybe you've, you've been busy because you're trying to show other people how important you are and trying to earn their praise. Mm. So how, how willing, let me ask you a question. How willing are you to serve God in obscurity, doing the work privately for the sake of pleasing God alone rather than trying to promote yourself? Yeah. Trust me. Trust God to promote you to bigger assignments when the right time comes. Mm -hmm. Just trust God. So we get into this busy mindset, again, trying to... um, Earn a reputation for us. Yeah. Trying or to, to advance make people ourselves. see or... that what you're doing matters when really all that should matter is what the Lord sees. <laughs> and when he is happy, then he will promote you at the right time. So bring that, bring that back into alignment. Here's the 10th one. And that's this. Delegate tasks to others who can help. Ah, praise the Lord. I think this is so important. Um, I'm not trying to think just through my lens, but just in general. When Why not there are ask your other kids people, to empty the dishwasher? Yeah, I was just going to say really? that. Yeah. yeah. When there are other people, for those of you who have children in your house and haven't 
like given them any responsibilities, why not? Like, why not? <laughs> we have to begin teaching them. And, and the same goes with, um, with work or with, um, household chores with anything. Like whenever we can enlist the help from other people, um, things are that like pressure is going to be relieved in some ways. So don't be afraid to ask people. Now, when you delegate, the thing I've said is Say this it. delegation without Alex definition brings, brings disaster. disaster. Okay. Delegation without definition brings disaster. So it's make true. sure that when you do, you delegate. You define it. Define exactly yeah. what it is that you need done. Yeah. Because if not, so it's going to be disastrous. So the kids can't empty the dishwasher and put the bowls wherever they want to put them. In our house, the bowls go on this one particular shelf and the cups go on another particular shelf. But if we don't define it, then it doesn't get done the right way and it just brings disaster chaos in the Lindbergh household. So there are some of you right now, let me ask you a question. Are there things that you're doing in your life right now that somebody else can do? What are the things that are in that you are doing in your life that nobody else can yeah. do? Those are the and things this, you should be doing, yeah. but there's other things that you should that anybody can be doing them and they don't they they may necessarily may not be something you need to be doing. We ask this question of our staff and our and our teams a lot because there are a as you can imagine, hundreds and thousands of things happening within a growing organization and growing church like Life Fellowship. And um, what are things that we can tap, 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 tap the shoulder of other people or of volunteers and very well-capable people to help us do? You know, when we Good first question. kind of started the church, I had to do everything. You sure did. I did everything. <laughs> I mean, everything. And as the church began to grow, uh, I actually held on to doing some of those things. And I would wear those things as, uh, again, kind of as a badge of honor. So like I'd have pastors come to me and they'd say, wait a second, you're, you're still designing the worship guide for everybody on Sunday mornings? Why, why are you not having an assistant do that? And I would say, because I've got to be able to do this. And I was foolish. Because I wore it as a badge of, look at everything that I'm doing. And again, that comes back to the last point that we just read before. Praise God, uh, rather than seeking praise for, your, for yourself, I was trying to show other people how strong I was, and I can do all these things, and it was wearing me out. Mm, and me too, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was wearing me out mm. to have to have you do all of those other things. But one of the freeing things that happens that really starts working in your life is when you can take these tasks and you can delegate them to other people. Again, delegation without definition brings disaster. And here's the last thing I give you, and that's this. Number 11, start living out the dreams that your new schedule helps you to reach. I love this one. And this is a perfect time of the beginning of a new year. The dream to again. To make some changes. Come yeah, on, everybody. So dream again. Margin to dream. Listen, when you have a healthy... When, when you have structured your life in such a way that it is balanced, you've created these right rhythmic patterns in your life, you've got the right relationships, you become resolute on standing for these things like Jesus did, uh, now you're going to have a healthy margin in your schedule, and you can fit in activities that are, are necessary to make the God-given dreams in your life become true. Hey, everybody, listen to me. Start... Uh, start living out your dreams. Start. Amen. When you get healthy and get free from the hectic, insane 
uh, rat race and lifestyle and instead become um, centered, now all of a sudden you can start dreaming again. You can start uh, hoping again. Some of you have lost hope. Some of you, it's been a long time since you've dreamed a new dream, since you've uh, stepped out to do something fresh and new in your life. And I say, why not now? Why not quell those things that are distracting you and actually destroying your peace on the inside, give them to God, and then dream again? Yeah. Dream a new dream. In fact, that that needs to be... I feel like there's a song or something like that. Dream. <laughs> dream, dream, dream. <laughs> oh, when I goodness. dream of you. I think that's what it's called. Anyways. It sounded good, babe. It's time, everybody. Start living it's out time. your dreams. It's time. Beep, beep. It's time. It's time to start living out the dreams that God, uh, that God has for you so that you can reach new levels that God's always intended for you. And we believe that God is going to lead you to that in this new year of 2022. Amen. A healthy pace, a better rhythm. Rest, relax, slow down. In fact, I'm ready to go rest right now. Let's take a nap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, hey, everybody, it's been such an honor to be with you t today. Next week, I want to talk to you about some principles of finances mm. that I learned from my dad that I think are going to really inspire They're gonna you. They're going to be a blessing. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're going to enjoy it. So, hey, For we'll sure. see you back here next week. God bless you, everybody. Bye-bye.